Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. And I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, uh, there's something going on with the coronavirus, and uh, you and I were talking about it. Um, versus 9-11, that fear is real. There are a lot of people who are uh, doing in the pattern that we remember of 9-11 because uh, there's so much unknown fear out there, isn't there? Well, there is. And I think, you know, I know that when people close things, it's an, a way to reassure people that they're cleaning. But there's a lot of school closing. Stanford University, which is in Palo Alto, and Columbia University, where I teach in New York City, they have both closed. So uh, the, the schools have closed because they're, you know, cleaning and they're worried about the coronavirus. And there's a lot of school closings here in New York City. And, you know, there's a lot of signs up everywhere about how to prevent coronavirus in your life. I mean, in my building, in my apartment building, in the lobby, there's two signs about coronavirus. And, you know, it's a lot of, it gives us a lot of information, but it also makes people very anxious and on edge to mm -hmm. see all these reminders of coronavirus. Yeah, anxious and fearful. And uh, we remember 9-11, there was some of the same kind of feeling there, the same kind of fear. That was a sudden thing, though. The coronavirus has come on us a little slower, but there was still the paranoia. We didn't know uh, who did it, what was going on. Um, the fear of death, the fear of more death, uh, a lot of those fears come up. And, and it reminds people, particularly our audience, is very vulnerable to this kind of thing mm -hmm. because we're people uh, who have had a significant loss and are dealing with it uh, fair currently. And uh, it, it causes triggers. Uh, if you remember that past, it, it's a trigger for us, right, Heidi? I agree with you, Mom, because a lot of times after a loss, you have a lot of anxiety, and that's part of you know your grief process. And then when you put what's going on today in the in the mar in the stock market, in the economy, in the country, with all related to coronavirus, I think it makes your anxiety even worse. Mm -hmm. And and there are, there are real issues for our audience too. Uh, like we received a note from Fred, he recently lost his wife of a heart attack. And uh, it's removed support from him, but also he's wondering specific questions. Should I hold awake or postpone it? Mm, I mean, uh, are people having celebrations of life? You know, I remember when Scott was killed, I was very um, anxious. Uh, I remember right after and I thought, why don't people care about this? Why doesn't the world stop? And suddenly uh, your loss that maybe people have been supporting you for is now become this global, all the attention's gone from it, right? Right, because I think everything is, like you said, directed towards the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. um, and you were talking about doing virtual things. I know there was a kid on the internet that had his bar mitzvah virtually. Oh, wow, how because interesting. Of, because of what's going on with coronavirus. The other thing that I think gets triggered is like, when people, when children have lost like a parent and they only have one parent, alive and something like the coronavirus comes along kids get really scared that their other parent might die mm -hmm. but you know these kind of things like you said if you've had a loss 
and something like the coronavirus is here, you worry that somebody else is going to die in your family. Now, you saw that a lot with the 9-11 families, right? I did. I saw kids that were afraid that their, their only surviving parent was going to die. Mm -hmm. And what did you recommend to families? Well, you know, we had one case where the, the anxiety was so severe in the children that we actually, while we were reassuring them that their mother was very healthy and was highly unlikely to die, we also brought in their aunt and uncle mm -hmm. and did a family session. And the aunt and uncle reassured them that if, you know, God forbid anything ever did happen to their mother, they would raise them and they would be there for them. They so so that's a great thing about bringing in resources. The problem is right now, people are afraid to bring in physical resources. And one of the things that's happening is things are being canceled. And, yeah. and uh, we always recommend to people not to isolate after a loss. We know peer support is one of the strongest things you can get is being around peers. We know the research shows that peer support is the way that you can, you, you can help yourself you know, the best is through peer support. And what's happening right now with the coronavirus is people aren't gathering in groups. Mm -hmm. Like you said, they're canceling group meetings, they're canceling conferences, they're canceling all these things. And so, you know, to have things virtually, I think is more important than ever right now. Yep. To have things online, to meet online, and to do what you're doing online. And you know, it's a great time. I called my sister today, haven't talked to her for a while, and it felt so good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we need to fig figure out some ways that you can get cyber hugs. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Call those people, get some cyber hugs. Perfect time to get together. I mean, we're lucky because we get together on Mondays uh, with you, me, and Heather, and sometimes your other sister, and dad usually is around the house, so he chimes in, and we go online and, and have a little chat. And it's really great, and I would suggest to anybody watching this, do a weekly Facebook mm -hmm. or um, do a, something online with your family members. Get yeah. in touch with those people that you haven't talked to for years. And if things are being canceled and you need support, go into Facebook and join support groups online. Mm -hmm. So that, like you said, you can get that support that you're no longer getting in person right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I went for a walk this morning. I know you went for a walk, Heidi. Yeah. Uh, you know, I walked out into the world. I heard the birds. I looked at the trees, Yeah, um, you know, the, the falling stock market didn't impact the world out there. The birds were still chirping. They knew nothing about it. You were in Central Park, right? I was. And I, I think, you know, I was in Central Park trying to take a break from all the frenetic energy that's out there. And I think it's really important at this time to take a news break also, mm -hmm. because, you know, the news is really crazy it's really ripped up right now about this coronavirus and it can get you really stressed out and you you know you may not want to take a total break just limit yourself to right. you know so much time and if somebody else is watching it you know you can go out for a walk at that time it's a a good time to to do that if you don't want to you don't need to be hardcore about i don't watch this or i don't do that but uh go out for a walk remember try not to isolate Mm -hmm. um, we're not supposed to be in groups now. So um, as I said, uh, going online is a great way to deal with it. But maybe it's a time for a little self-reflection too. That maybe this is a time where you want to uh, log on to Oprah and uh, Deepak Chopra has some great meditations or somebody else. And there are lots of people who teach meditation online. Maybe this is your time to um, take some time out for meditation. Maybe it's a time to write an article for Open to Hope. I like that because you can be really reflective right now. 
reflective in your grief journey, reflective in your process, start to journal, start to write. There's things that you can start to do that before you weren't doing because you were more around people and in groups. Mm -hmm. So it does give us an opportunity to put our energy elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And if you're working, and particularly if you're working for home, suggest to your boss that you do, you know, work in groups and, uh, or, or at least come online and talk to your boss face-to-face -face when you have a meeting. You can FaceTime people on the phone, et cetera, just mm -hmm. to have that contact rather than just hearing them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Roosevelt made a comment during the Great Depression that there's nothing to fear but fear itself. Yeah. And I think that goes right now is try to quell those fears. If you're a fearful person, think about what things you've done in the past. This might be the time when you people are talking about afraid to go to restaurants or whatever. Maybe time to cook your favorite food at home that you haven't done for a while. Or try a new recipe. Or learn how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> or learn how to cook. So it, it might be a time to do that. Might be time to journal. Um, yeah do your gratitude stuff, but don't forget to exercise. You know, you may not want to go to the gym right now, but take walks, you can stretch, get yourself a, just a, a belt and put your legs up in the air and the belt around it and stretch your body and, you know, really time to take care of yourself. And I, I want to remind everybody that um, when you have a tragedy happen or what's going on with you now, you will know what to do. If you do get sick or if something happens, you will know what to do. Trust yourself. You're really stronger than you know. Take care of yourself. We'll make this through as a nation, just like we made it through the 9-11. I know at that time we all felt like uh, the world would never be uh, a safe place again, didn't we, Heidi? Absolutely. We definitely did. I mean, I know in New York City, we really felt like that, but it really gave us the opportunity also to come together and support each other. It's a perfect time with the internet for you to reach out and visit us at Open to Hope. And as I said, if you want to write an article for us on grief, loss, hope, and healing, and we would love to get it, and you can get a hold of us at opentohope.com. And we, Heidi and I want to remind you that if you've lost hope or if you're fearful right now, please lean on ours until you find your own, and God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.